Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, zero bonus episode coming at you on a Tuesday. BD here with Aaron Perrine. What's going on, everybody? Jenna Anderson. Hey, everybody. And Jamie Jurak. Hi. Hi. We are doing our Madam Web spoiler-free review. This is a rare instance where our reaction and review are all rolled into one because the embargo for both lifted at the same time on this fine Tuesday morning. Thank you so much. If you've been rocking with us on Sunday night, we had a massive Deadpool and Wolverine. I almost called it Deadpool 3. That is not the name of that movie. Deadpool and Wolverine trailer breakdown reaction immediate reaction podcast thing which has been super cool to see the response to that on monday we had zowie ashton talking about the marvels in a spotlight episode that episode has been a huge success as well we really really appreciate everybody who has had fun with that i saw some really nice tweets about that one jenna did you see the comment section in the tweets on I, the zowie I ashton did one? not i haven't been on twitter really today i'll have to look for that i also oh. usually don't look at the comment section so that's good to know the only Same. thing nicer than not reading nice comments section is just living in the real world and forgetting yeah. that comment sections exist. So I am still jealous of your day. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Madam Webb spoiler free uh, review. We will have a spoiler filled episode on Friday, breaking it down. And on Monday, we have a, a spotlight episode with. Madam Web Director S.J. Clarkson talking about all the things in the movie that we have already seen. We know you guys haven't seen it. So all this is keeping the, the spoilers, the surprises, all that stuff safe for you. Jamie, you're at the top of the screen. What did you oh think boy. of Madam Web? You know, I didn't hate it. Uh, it's is it, is it a good movie? Is it a necessary movie? I would say no. It is none of those things. Um, did I have a uh, an amazing time? No. Did I have a terrible time? No. I thought, you know, like that's kind of, I, I thought it was better than Morbius and Venice, Venom 2. Um, I like that it was about girls. I like that it took place when it took place. Um, I, I probably walked out liking it a little bit more than most people um, because I have nostalgia for that time. But other than that, like, yeah, it's, it's not great, but it's not, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Aaron, what do you think of this one? Uh, if you go into it expecting a movie that very much channels that time period, you'll probably have a good time. But if you're expecting a movie that feels like one of the MCU movies, or even, let's say, a movie after X3, uh, you're going to feel a little bit strange, like, temporally. It's not going to hit you the exact same way. I will say that, you know, I used to watch these sort of, action adventure movies by the truckload on FX or USA or even Spike Network rip uh back in the day and man oh man that was that was good that was good eating. if this thing came out in 04 I would have seen this movie seven times by now that's real <laughs> I would just it would be like underworld or immortals Brandon started laughing when I mentioned the Clash of the Titans remake. All these movies 
that I just have seen through osmosis because they're on in the background hanging out. So I enjoyed it about probably as much as Jamie did. The soundtrack and some of the throwback stuff is really like really, really fun to have fun with. I wish, honestly, you would have leaned into that stuff more and maybe we could have really gotten a little bit weird. But for what it is, it's, it's a decent movie. Jenna. I I agree with Aaron. I feel like this is the perfect cable TV movie. And I eagerly await the day that this is just on TNT or TBS, like on a loop, because I will totally tune into it and watch it regardless of whatever point it is at in the movie. I will predicate this. And I wrote the review for comic book. If you're watching this right now, the review is live. You can go read a thousand plus words that I wrote in my review. Um, I love Smallville deeply. It, I will argue it is one of the best comic book adaptations we've ever had i even love the birds of prey show that ran for a single season i think almost more so than the movies of this era this really invokes the like wb tv shows of this era in a way that i personally really enjoyed i agree with aaron i think if you go into this with any sort of modern context you're going to get disappointed and it's going to be really jarring for you i didn't love it it doesn't have it it does have flaws and i will recognize those flaws wholeheartedly but i still enjoyed the experience of watching it all right. Yeah, for me, the flaws are kind of the movie. <laughs> I didn't really like it. I, I sat with it and I tried to think, like, what did I like about this movie? I try to find positives. And I'm I'm having a hard time finding much that I liked in Madam Web, unfortunately. Uh, it just felt so simply exposition heavy. It felt kind of corny i'll say i did find something i liked though there was i liked the needle drop moments that i know jamie loved there was the, there was the, a certain needle drop i don't know if it's a spoiler to say the songs in the movie so i'll even try to avoid that but there's a song that has like a repetitive needle drop and that scene was very creative and clever uh and the whole diner sequence with ezekiel sims on the ceiling like they did some cool wire work but then it goes into this sequence where like they're dancing on the table i was like what are they what how these this is, oh these characters have zero consistency Z like i just it it didn't really, not a lot of this movie worked for me right up through the ending where I, I don't know. I, I don't want to be mean to the movie. I don't want to be like, I just tried and I watched the final scene in this movie and I was like, who thought that this was like, what, whose idea was this? Uh, and it, it is what it is. So overall, I'm not very high on Madam Web. Just is what it, uh, yeah, that's, I, I don't have, I, you don't have anything nice to say i'm gonna shut up now i would like to argue with bd about the inconsistency thing because i thought that the three really did feel like teenage girls yes and, and i did appreciate that to me like their behavior was very much teenage girl behavior and that is yes. what i enjoyed about it and i enjoyed uh i i found cassie to be quite relatable uh, a relatable character uh who and watching her kind of wrangle teens was to me that felt genuine uh so i will give it i will give it that i agree with that and i also will argue they were teenage girls in a way that was very 2000s like as someone who grew up on all of the teen girl movies of that era like it felt very much like that without just fully being like a disney channel original movie kind of vibe listen we love decoms around these parts also we do. yeah <laughs> Is it is it is it supposed to be like I, I thought I, I just thought coyote ugly question mark yes the entire time <laughs> I was like what it it did really feel like a early two thousands comic book film and I, like there are movies of that time period that I really do adore 
but it just felt like they took a movie with a script from that time and just dusted it off a little bit, left some dust on it and said, just here, here's the script that we wrote 20 years ago. Go ahead, make it. And then as Aaron said to me, as we walked out of theater, this was indeed written by the same people who wrote Morbius, something I have pointed out on phase zero before. And Morbius was one of those that I was really looking forward to after the trailers and then left like, wow, I didn't really care for that movie. So it's, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did. I love that they did practical costumes for the most part. Sometimes it really did invoke that CW, early WB TV stuff with especially like the kind of look on the goggles and stuff when you'd cut in. I was like, wow, that. So, so a lot of the costume stuff did work. Some of it didn't really work for me. Uh, I'm only speaking for myself here. Uh, the music drops were great. The action scenes were some, it's, it's very interesting in its action because this isn't your typical superhero film where it's just kind of punch each other, crawl on walls, fly through the air, all that kind of stuff. Madam Webb's superpower, as Dakota Johnson says over and over in these, in every piece of promo they're doing is her mind, which means that she's just a person with a very, you know, unique mind that can see the future and these outcomes and stuff, which means when she's fighting people or has to fight off a somewhat superpowered bad guy, uh, she has to get very creative. And I will give it that. There's a couple of very creative ways that Cassie fights off Ezekiel Sims uh, in this movie that I appreciated. And I thought those were cool. And they did really feel almost Michael Bay-esque in 2004 type stuff. Uh, so, and I, hey, as somebody who loved those OG Transformers movies, that's a compliment. And and the Bad Boys movies. So that, I say that as, I say that with love. My thing, I think my ultimate thing with this is that it set up a sequel that I really want to see that I highly yeah. doubt we will ever see. We're never going to get that. I, 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 and that's what <laughs> bums me out. And that, like, I really feel like it, that there is something next that could be really good that, that I don't think this movie's going to be successful. And I'm sorry. I just don't see it making money and then being like, Oh, we we're going to move on to the next thing. I just don't see that happening. And that's kind of sad because I actually would love a sequel to this movie. I completely I, agree. Yeah. The ending of this movie without spoiling anything. Like I, I want six seasons in a movie out of that ending. I also will just acknowledge the fact that like at the end of the day, this is some of the like lesser known spider women, even like this, like the fact that these characters are even in a movie together and they haven't necessarily really interacted a lot in the comics. And yet the dynamic between especially the three teenage girls, but then when you fold in Cassie, it feels so natural and it's so fun to watch. And the fact that it was like formed out of really no comic precedent is really impressive to me. I found some of the casting to be kind of questionable. I felt like there were scenes where I was watching them just kind of mail it in. Like I, I felt like they were just kind of over the movie before it was even over at some points. I, I, I maybe like, I feel like this is a very talented bunch of people, but I did feel like the performances they gave in Madam Webb were less than we usually get out of this group. That's that's yeah. There's a particular person who I don't understand why they were cast in that role. Not because they're not <laughs> there good, it just is. because I there don't understand. I just don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're getting into this or whatever. I, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm like, with you. I, I, I think just, I know a, who you're talking A good about. actor. Yeah, but I, a good actor. Um, Love them and other things. But I do not understand the thought process of thinking this is a good person to play this specific role. Um, and uh, But I guess we'll save those nuggets for... <laughs> Yeah, we will get into some very, episode. yeah, more specific spoilery stuff uh, in Friday's Madam Web spoiler-filled discussion breakdown. We'll talk about all the little Marvel lore references, whatever else they may or may not have touched on in this movie uh, and all that on Friday. 
But from a spoiler-free perspective, before we get into our 10 scores, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Just as vaguely as we can, as, as kind of, but also directly, I don't know, without ruining anything for people who are going to go see the movie. Uh, I, Mr. I'm all Scott clear. is so fun on this. He's really I was fun about to this. say, he is really utterly good. delightful. I was hoping when Jamie was teasing the role that she was teasing, part of me was like, I hope you're not talking about Adam Scott because no. I would he never disparage still... Adam Scott in a million years. <laughs> but, and I will say he is perfectly cast for the role in which he is in in this movie. Like I, I thoroughly mm -hmm. enjoyed every single scene he was in. Adam Scott plays one of those learn who it is, go, yep, yep, rolls. Uh, and then, yeah, the villain was very forgettable. Yeah. I know I've said that the Marvels had a forgettable <laughs> villain, and I love Zowie Ashton. She was a wonderful interview, and I don't think Darben was her fault as it being. I don't think the story of Darben was in any way Zowie Ashton's fault in the Marvels. I think they left a lot of meat on that bone, which could have made Darben a more interesting villain for the MCU. Uh, and, and on paper, I've said, I, anyway, this isn't the Marvels episode, <laughs> but I think Ezekiel Sims has taken, uh, has arguably possibly taken the cake for being even more the, the forgettable. I know down there with Milo, uh, I, I, I just, <laughs> you know, dancing. Matt I wasn't Smith. doing a bit. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that made the bit even funnier. I know. I was I genuinely <laughs> don't know what Dancing at Matt least Smith. Milo, in... At least Milo oh, danced. Matt Smith. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just. I really didn't know. And is like maybe a, maybe there's a version of this because we interviewed Tahar Rahim. You can find this on the Phase Zero channel. Uh, he said they they had a lot more backstory. They had a lot more of of Ezekiel Sims that they kind of got through. But then ultimately that character ends up becoming victim of a lot of exposition dumps in this film. And I just felt like, uh, why? I, I don't know. I never really cared for the antagonist. And at the same time, I really didn't care for the protagonist mirroring him. So ultimately, I found myself rather uninvested in the movie, unfortunately, uh, with, with a few exceptions along the way. Uh, I, I, yeah, I was hoping it would, it would, I don't know. I was hoping to enjoy it because I want to enjoy all these movies, but I'm, yeah. Brandon was hoping she was going to be the web that connected us all. <laughs> there was potential for this one man like there was i really feel like with a character like madam web in the mult while the multiverse saga is happening yeah. while across the spider-verse just drops while you have michael keaton and jared leto over there and you got andrew garfield at one corner and over here weighing in at six you like like i don't understand how you ha you have a multiverse story that just <laughs> tells this bland of a tale but but here we are the way they conceive of the multiverse in this movie is very good too. The yeah. way that it's conceived of through like I like images of shattered glass and spider webs. I don't, I don't, well, ooh. We'll get uh, into it on Friday. <laughs> we will get into that on Friday. I meant yeah, the I'll others. Get up. I don't oh, I told myself I'd be nice. Somebody <laughs> reel it in. Yeah. Nobody like I, I and I know people are gonna be mad at me for being negative. I'm sorry. Wait, wait till you see it. I'm sorry. I hope you all enjoy the movie. I hope everybody goes and sees it and enjoys it and forms their own opinion because we have a wonderful interview on Monday. We have a spoiler-filled breakdown on Friday. Uh some people like the movie more than others. And I, that's what happens with every movie. Even when I if there could be a movie I hate, I will still go say go see. I don't hate this movie, but I, I certainly am not I'm I'm not high on it either. Um but all right, we're gonna take Can a I quick say one thing? break. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I just want to say I liked it more than Quantum Mania. <laughs> hey, there you go. That's hey, compliments where we can get them. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna all write the movie out of ten, and then we're gonna give it 
the first ever phase zero 10 score ranking. We're going to combine all of our scores. You could technically do this with past movies. We just didn't. And we're going to see what the phase zero score is. None of us have shared this in advance. You're going to see it happen in real time. You're going to listen to it through your earbuds and your AirPods and your phone and the speaker in the car, wherever you're listening to us. We love you for it in just a moment. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome back to the Madam Web spoiler-free Phase Zero review episode. The tangled web we are weaving here ends with a 10 score. Aaron, you are at the top of the screen. What are you giving this movie out of 10? And you can use as many decimals as you so desire. <laughs> I forgot about the decimal points. Uh, so... I'll go ahead. I'll do. I'll do a five point five just because the decimals got mentioned to me because it's fun. Um, I think that this will have a lot more mileage for it if you go into it without like the expectation. It can be some sort of earth shattering thing. Uh, also, could have used some more mic apps. You know, mm, everything could use more mic apps. They just could use more mic apps. Thirty. Jenna, what's your tan score? Well, so in my review on comic book, I rated it one particular way because we the uh, half scores are very contentious at comic book. Even getting to that point was crazy. So I have it now at a 2.5 out of five, which would equal a five out of five out of 10. But I I think personally, I'm around where Aaron is. I would say like five and a half. Probably I, I see myself rewatching this, like I said, on cable, whenever it is available, I already have tickets to go see it this weekend. So I know I'm going to rewatch it. Now my opinion will probably change one way or another after that, but it feels really, really rewatchable to me. And that is something that I like about it. All right. So we got a 5.5 and a 5.5. Jamie, where are you at? I definitely agree with Jenna that this feels rewatchable. Like I would watch this again this week. Uh, totally. Um, uh, on letterboxd. My review is a three out of five, but that would give it a six out of 10. And that feels kind of high. Um, but, but that's my thing. I got to keep stick with my, my letterbox guns, don't I? So I guess that's what it is. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel weird game. about it. Maybe make it a 5.7. 5.7. There, there we sure. go. 5.7 is in. Okay. Uh, and for me on this one, uh, I, I I am the lowest of all of everybody here on the panel. I am at a 4.7 out of 10 okay. on Madam Web. So let's do the math here. We have, I'll do the handy dandy iPhone. We're not sponsored by Apple, but hey, if you guys want to sponsor the next one, hit up our sales team. We will be paid by anyone to, to do this show. Uh, 5.5 <laughs> plus 5.5. Plus 5.7 plus 4.7. Someone in the comment section probably already did the math. Divided by four. All right. The phase zero score for Madam Web is officially a 5.35 out of 10. 
Uh, that's a tough number but for the first one, but that's where we landed. So some enjoyed it more than others. Madam Web, it is playing in theaters as of February 12th, right? It's a Wednesday release for the 14th. Valentine's- yeah. 13th? 14th. 14th. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, I'll see myself out. Big old dummy. <laughs> so the movie drops Friday. Uh, all right. So there it is. Wednesday. Enjoy the movie. Wednesday. Will- Today is Wednesday. I don't know. Your days of the week are off. In on, I don't know what day it is. I, just, I understand. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> the day of this episode that we're recording is Tuesday. So I'm sure that there are going to be some Tuesday night preview screenings. And then the mm. official day is Wednesday, Valentine's right. Day, February okay. 14th. Yeah. Okay. All right. Release dates don't apply to us. We see these early. <laughs> <laughs> Regular cool. people. Uh, well, I just went full heel ahead of my own. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. Uh, all right, y'all. Well, that is our phase zero spoiler free review episode of Madam Web. I'm sorry we couldn't get more specific. We will do that on Friday when the movie is playing in theaters. Jamie, any last words for today's bonus episode? You know, just remember to be kind, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be kind. Uh, you can you can be harsh. Criticism is good. Film criticism is important, but there's a difference between criticism and being mean. Mm-hmm. And remember that. I completely agree. Aaron. Uh, it's at something like Hornet on Twitter. Uh, if it had a popcorn bucket, it would have been a six. Um, <laughs> I'd also like to thank everybody who's been <laughs> attacking me and Jamie no, the for watching. The popcorn bucket would have gone crazy. <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> We need to be a PD. Keep talking. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I'm thanking the people who tag me and Jamie on social media saying that they saw the Marvels and they are really, really happy with it. They are really excited to have finally watched it. And I'm like, let this be a lesson. Like, you don't always have to take all your opinions off social media. You can go look at something yourself and be like, oh, that was really fun. That was really good. It happened with Echo, too. Keep open mind, people. Let this be a lesson to you. Jenna? I agree with that sentiment. I at my press screening for Madam Web, I overheard people talking about how much they like the Marvels, and I was just like, yes, like more and more people are seeing the light. Um, it's at Hey Channelin on social media. As always, go read some comics. All of the characters in Madam Web have very weird, very specific comic histories. I wrote a little explainer for it on the comic book site a couple weeks ago. So go check that out and then just go follow your intuition and read whatever comics of that excite you because you're gonna find something weird and something interesting. I guarantee it. Do you think my low-grade issue of Madam Web's first appearance is now more valuable because Dakota Johnson was unexcited by it? <laughs> that video, I love that video. She was such a nice, I'm not going to lie. She was so friendly. She was so nice, but she was not excited. Uh, it, she, she, that clip makes me laugh every time I watch it. Uh, all right, that's our show. Die. Please leave a five-star review if you don't mind, if you had fun. Uh, let us know what you think of Madam Web when you see it. Uh, leave a thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Play our show for your mom. Play it for your dog. And we will see you tomorrow for our regularly scheduled video episode. See you. If y'all could see us now. See you there. Thank <laughs> you.